The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome everybody to the Notorious OTB Brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's right. I'm going to keep playing it until Valletta Wallace tells me to stop. We're It's an East Coast thing where we're from. However, this Friday coming up, we've got the Del Mar meet. But before we get to that, I'm Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland, the host of this here show. I got joining me uh, my West Coast guru. Um my rock, uh, the man who just watched my uh, shorts fall around my ankles, Mr. Dave Burnett, live from the beach. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking him away from the family for this. Uh, yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome to uh, Platinum uh, Jubilee uh, status uh, of you. podcast guests. Returning champion. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to be back with you. It is great to be in Oxnard, California. The beach here is spectacular. Family is happy. We're all getting sun and sand and ready for Del Mar. I'll tell you what, you sent that picture of the beach earlier and we just came from the beach in like Gulf coast, Mississippi. And our beach did not look like your beach. Like I thought you were, I thought thought you were in Utah or something like that beach was expansive. (laughs) It's big. It's big. The nice thing about Oxnard is you're uh, in Malibu or anywhere in pretty much anywhere else in Southern California, Santa Barbara, either have train tracks running right behind you or the PCH or whatever. And here it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it is expansive. There's just a ton of sand and uh, it's wonderful. It's great here. That's awesome. Well, we, we did a huge pod extravaganza last week, uh, four episodes for the uh, kickoff of the, San- of the uh, Saratoga meet. I mean, this is the other premier meet. I can't show any, any, uh, you know, East coast, West coast favoritism. So I decided I had to do four episodes for Del Mar this week. Uh, so here we go. The Del Mar meet. Let's talk about it. It is the premier meet of the summer, uh, in California. And on a quiet night, when the tide is in, you can still hear Bing Crosby pummeling his children physically as well as emotionally, uh, just really the complete child abuser. And I cannot believe they still use his name for things. (laughs) Uh, any thought, any thoughts on Bing? Uh, I prefer Google. There we go. There we go. I was asked Jeeves guy, but uh, you know, uh, do you look forward to it? I know you're a big Santa Anita guy. Do you look forward to the trip down the uh, down the coast to San Diego for for Del Mar? 
I do. And honestly, these fields are wonderful. The the big knock on Santa Anita is usually get five horse fields that sometimes are, you know, three Bafferts. Yeah. Uh, this, this is the opposite. This card is stacked. We have 10, sometimes 14 horses entered in just about every race. I mean, this thing is, it is beautiful. It's, it's a bit of a doozy to handicap, but, uh, that's, that's the game. It's going to be great. And it, you catch these West coast horses at a really interesting time, uh, in the year because some of them are coming off of, you know, coming off of golden gate. Some of them are coming off the Los Alamitos thoroughbred meat. Some of them are just laying off off of Santa Anita. So you get kind of this, uh, this weird pull of the California horses. Plus you have tons of horses shipping in at one time. I believe they were paying a shipper bonus to horses that were coming in from out of state. I'm not sure if they're still doing that. It makes sense if they are though. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really kind of a weird congregation. Uh, do, do you have any like Del Mar favorite angles that seem to hold up year after year? I think inside speed on turf sprints is usually pretty good. If you can find a horse, uh, you know, that's either going to make the rail or is near the rail at the beginning and is going to outrun everybody else. They, they really have a hard time catching them. The, the, the turns are really tight there. Uh, the grass, at least in short sprints, is, seems to be speed favoring. Um, so, and we'll talk about that more in race two. Uh, you look inside out on race two and look to see who's going to make the front. And you don't really need to go much further than that. See, I, I only have one, and it's actually tied to the other track that a lot of these horses, uh, well, I say a lot, but a few of these horses ship in from, which is the, the Los Alamitos thoroughbred meat that has just a traditionally horribly dead rail. If you draw those inside posts, usually you have a, a just a terrible time. And so I look for what I call the Lars horses. Yeah, the Lars horses. They are the ones that drew that inside post position. And when they're shipping back, they end up in a better spot at Del Mar the next time out. They're not caught in a bad place. And so you can kind of excuse their, their last out and they get kind of forgotten uh, because of it. So keep keep a lookout for them, their Larses. All right. We've been doing pick fives. We've been doing pick fours on the show. I'm doing something different. One, Dave mentioned just how stout these fields are for the opener. Uh, these are the biggest California fields I've seen in God knows how long. It has been a long time since I've seen fields this big in California. And uh, instead of just like putting together tickets that would, well, Dave's ticket would always cost like 16 bucks, but mine would cost <laughs> hundreds upon hundreds more than likely uh, to cover this. We decided we just go through this card for opening day, give you some spot, be it win bets, be it daily doubles, exact as trifectas, that sort of thing. I mean, me personally, I'm more of a, a, a vertical better, a exotic better than, than a horizontal. So this is more, in my wheelhouse, if you will. So we're going to be taking a look at five different races on the card. Give you, give you an idea of how to invest in some of these. And there's some great opportunities for single race exotics and doubles here. So kicking it off, we had race one. It's an eight furlong uh, race, $50,000 allowance on the dirt. I mean, this looks like a mad scramble to the front here. This looks like a pretty hot pace. What'd you think of this race, Dave? Yeah, I think it's going to be hot. I think uh, there's a lot of horses that could show speed. And with race one of the entire meet, the crowd's going to be geared up. Uh, when Del Mar opens, it's usually a pretty big social day. A lot of people get all dressed up and they want to make a show of themselves. So the crowd's crowd's pretty good at Del Mar and, and they make a lot of noise and the horses can feel the energy. Um, so, yeah, I think there's going to be a pretty hot pace on this one. I'm going to be looking just off that pace, some horses that can sit a little bit further back. I don't really want a deep closer here, and I don't think there are too many to choose from, even if I did. Um, I ended up landing on the four-horse Papale. Uh, 
it's an interesting it's an interesting race because you're looking at horses that have only ever won lifetime to start but papali's won twice and you know got dq'd once here at del mar going a mile just like this uh you know the horse can handle the track yeah the that was a unfortunate dq but i mean that that horse won by open lengths that day with a little help from you know a friendly shove um this horse is versatile it's fast it's third off the rest um which the last time this horse ran third off it ran a top speed fig by a lot so obviously it's raced itself into shape um i don't think it liked the last race i don't think it liked the surface very much um the works have been great it just seems like this is a horse that um it's not the morning line favorite i think it's probably going to take a little bit of money but if you can get seven to two even three to one on this horse i think it's probably a pretty solid way to start off like a pick five or uh, a daily double into race two so how how do you most likely play Papali? Which name for Vince Papali, the formal former Eagles walk on who they made the movie, the Marky Mark movie uh, about uh, Invincible? Um, if you haven't I, caught the, the Vince in Invincible, it must have taken. I worked with the producers on that show, and it took me probably three months to figure out that Invincible had the. Uh, I'm not a smart man. I literally j- did not catch that until you just told me right right this second. Uh, yeah. So. You got that on me. Uh, do, do you do you play it as a straight up win bet, or do you have something like an ex- uh, exact or trifecta cooking here? Uh, neither. It's a daily double into okay. into the horse in race two. I think there's a horse that's not going to get beat race two, and so I'm going to you know start off the meet with a pretty sizable daily double using Papale. I also kind of in this race, I kind of liked uh, America Red White Blue or Red White Blue, yeah, for the Frenchman. Uh, it's a I didn't like that this horse came up as the morning line favorite. I was really hoping to get five to one, six to one on this guy. Um, I think this horse is deceivingly talented. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a, out of American Pharaoh. Uh, it's done really, really well against some pretty stout competition. Um, I don't think we've seen its best. And the last time it raced, it was crazy fractious before the race. It had worked up itself up into a tizzy it was it looked like it was getting chased by a swarm of bees for the half the first half of the race um it just never felt comfortable and then by the time the horse settled down it was four or five lengths off the inevitable winner and just never caught up i think people are going to see that on the on the on the running line and sort of discount this horse this this is a talented horse and uh it's unfortunate that you're going to get three to one on this guy uh I would use it if you're if you're doing a pick four or pick five. Uh, I would I would use America Red White Blue the seven horse um, because I think it's it's got a really good chance of winning. So I went I went a direction. I, I picked out a horse uh, that is going to be starting from a wider post. It's going to be sitting kind of a wider stalking trip, but. Like we said, it's got the pace set up for for a horse that wants to run as a stalker. You kind of mentioned my same thought with you don't really want super deep closers. This isn't really the track for them. They have a hard time getting all the way up. Don't get me wrong. They can win. They can win in races. Things can happen. Deep closers can win. Uh, But uh, I thought Conundrum uh, was going to the number nine, uh, four to one on the money uh, morning line was going to sit a great trip here and uh, will have the the hotter paces setting them up in front. Uh, You know, uh, I thought there were a lot of good things going on with 
conundrum uh one of them being stretching back out to a mile uh i think this horse might actually appreciate two two turn racing a little bit more than than running in these uh these sprints uh you know joe bravo jersey joe people from new jersey steal things uh so yeah i'm going to i will be win betting conundrum i more than likely uh pull back on that win bet though if say these odds get halved or i get anything less than say three to one uh on on this horse i i'm i'm gonna be selective i'm gonna set a price floor here of about three to one and then uh i'm gonna use a couple horses underneath and use uh do a keyed exact to play here uh one of them uh america red white and blue that dave mentioned and then the other one was number one rim protector 15 to 1 it's the only true deep closer in the race and while these horses don't often get up to win they could definitely suck suck up for second and if the pace is going to be this hot he's going to have tons of tired horses to pass so i was an exact a conundrum over uh america red white and blue and uh Rim protector. That's right. So that's an exact nine with the one seven, and then maybe a little trifecta nine with one seven with one three four seven. I think you're keying that exacta and trifecta is a smart idea. Conundrum, I think, is a great horse for second or third. Horse doesn't seem to like to win. Took seven tries to break the maiden. Um, yeah, a horse is going to be in the money for sure. I, I, man, at those odds, I can't take this horse. I don't think he's going to want the mile, to be honest. I think that's mm. long for this horse. Sure. Um, and I think with that much speed up front, the horse will compete and will be there at the end. But I, I don't like this horse to win, but I would definitely use it if you're playing a trifecta, key it in second, key it in third. That's a really, really, really clever way to use this horse. All right. So moving on, race two. It's five furlongs on the turf. It's a $40,000 conditional claimer. Uh, man, this is, it's a massive field. Uh, I just did notice we have some early scratches, the 12 and the 13 scratch out. So the 14 draws in, uh, the 13 was an also eligible 12 was entered. Um, all right. So I'm on pins and needles. How are you wrapping up this daily double that you kicked off? This <laughs> so again, like we talked about earlier, when, when you're dealing with Del Mar and you're dealing with turf sprints, you start inside out. You look at post position one. Is that horse quick out of the gate? And the answer in this race is no. Neither is two or neither is three. The first horse you're going to find with any real speed is fast buck in the fourth hole. Uh, and that horse is stupid fast. That horse is going to make the front, get the rail. And I don't think anyone's going to catch him uh, on Friday. This is the perfect, perfect setup. There's nobody speedy until the seven hole. And that horse isn't really even that that quick uh mac daddy too it's it's a pretty fast horse but i don't really give it that much credence here i think um i think really you have to go to the eight hole before you find a horse that's going to want to compete and so i think fast buck in the four hole is going to just absolutely define this race get to the front edwin maldonado the jockey um loves to break fast out of the gate loves to find that rail so you have early speed, the inside draw, you know, this horse has beat large fields before 11 horses, 10 horses, nine horses, um, second off the layoff. It just, everything is, everything looks right for this horse to just absolutely have it his way. So I, I agree with you uh, on, on fast buck in saying this, that I do think that that's the speed of speed. That's the horse that's going to clear to the, get to the rail first. I do think that the, there's going to be a good, bit of pace pressure coming in though i did my own pace projection here i i, I said i'm done with time for him i did my own 
You know, I put a whole bunch of brown in a spreadsheet and then made some chiclets and I dragged them all around to do my own pace projection. And whenever I projected it, I had four and 10. Um, the number 10 being uh, Detroit City for Jack Sisterson uh, out there, you know, duking it out on the front. I mean, this horse is capable of putting up, you know, 24 and four fifths, uh, 21 and, you know, 21 and three fifths type uh, early fractions. And so I, I thought there was going to be a little bit more pressure. So I did the one thing that I always tell myself that I probably shouldn't do, but end up doing anyway, which was pick an off pace horse in a five furlong sprint. Uh, I, I landed on uh, the the two Gregory Pride as uh, Gregory's Pride is my most likely horse to take a, a win bet at. Uh, you know, it's going to get that pocket trip on the rail. It's going to be saving all sorts of ground. Uh, the other horse that I'm actually interested in dropping a little maybe Dutch win bet on is the uh, the nine uh, finally here at 20 to one. That's going to get that very wide stocking trip. So if the ground saving thing isn't great, this horse should already have the clear path out to the middle of the track to try to chase down these tiring horses. I hope they tire. They might not. Dave might be right. This, you know, this horse might just kind of fly on the front end with uh with fast buck. Uh, so, I mean, with Gregory's pot pride, I hope that maybe I get a little bit of a price float set four to one right now. Uh, I probably once again set about a three to one floor. Uh, if finally here basically has to be more than halved, uh, anything less than 10 to one, I won't drop the wind bet there. Uh, but I, I thought that this was just an excellent place uh, to, to throw in like a part wheel trifecta, especially because I like the three too, Clayton Delaney. That's another horse that's going to get the same kind of trip as uh, Gregory's pride at 10 to one. So I, I put together a little uh, part wheel trifecta here. Uh, the two nine with the two four nine with the one, two, three, four, nine with fast buck being the horse that I add into second, because I mean, let's be honest, that's the horse that everyone's going to try to catch. That's got all the advantage uh, that's going to have to hold off these closers. I love finally here, the nine to 20 to one. That's such a great pick horse is six years old facing three-year-olds. Uh, it's got a really sharp jock second, you know, second off a layoff at 20 to one. That's a win bet for sure. The horse is two for three lifetime. I mean, yeah, if you can get that kind of money in this horse, you know, throw something at it for sure. Yeah. And we, we learned all about uh, betting older horses against, uh, against younger horses. The last time Dave and I were in attendance at Del Mar. Look at the mask of my boy. <laughs> we'll remember you every day. We're German immigrant that we never caught your name. Uh, and on that weird note, we are going to take a quick break. I got to get some words in from our sponsors. We'll be back with more Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. And now... Bet $500 on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 and now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. 
It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over and under game. It's super simple. First, for any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over under. For example, baseball's going on right now. The number of hits in a baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com Discord. Welcome back to the notorious OTB. It's mine. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. Come at me, Valletta. All right. This is a six and a half furlong 20K claiming race. Uh, God bless. I love simple conditions for non-winners of three lifetime. Uh, th- this is, a, once again, a fun little race. This is probably one of the shorter fields that we'll see uh, today. Uh, one of these is named for, I think, the capital of North Korea. Uh, I'm sure you're going to mention it. Let's go ahead. Let's hear. What do you have for race three? <laughs> it, this race is so stacked with early speed. Uh, when I when I handicap, the first thing I do is I flip to the last page uh, that describes you know the sort of run styles of each horses, and it's just this long streak of ease, um, meaning that there is a whole bunch of horses that are going to be gunning it for the front, which is great for a closer. Um, and if you're if you're a pace handicapper this is uh you're gonna look for somebody coming off the pace and i again unfortunately landed on who i think came up as the morning line favorite big scott daddy the five horse um recently claimed but after being this trainer after after claiming horses just wins everything um knows exactly where to drop the horses been it's it's lost to some horses but it's lost to horses like flight line so that's kind of okay um yeah and it's kind of it's, horse is all right, I guess. Yeah, you know, has some speed figures to put him right in the mix. Uh, again, it's six year old facing younger horses. You're gonna you're gonna have a pace meltdown here, and I think this horse is gonna stay close enough to be dangerous and come running at the end. You know, a horse is special when they only run it as often as like certain meteors come by uh, the uh, the planet with flight line. Uh, they're very <laughs> deliberate with that horse. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. There, I I saw the same sort of uh, of speed, uh, and I do like I do like your five there. I whenever I did my projection, I thought stood to sit a great trip. I was afraid it might let the early pace get a little bit too far in front of it. The way I kind of see this unfolding, uh, you have four uh, number four Priano uh, going from the inside. You have the number seven Pyeongchang going with them, but you also have the eight Win Happy. Uh, that horse scratched. That had a huge question mark next to that, and they they just scratched it. Woo! That is good to know because my my thought was with Win Happy pressuring from the outside, that puts Pyeongchang in a place where 
he is stuck in the middle of horses. And I always expect that horse that's in the middle to kind of back out, but you yeah. still have that speed duel with Pyeongchang and Priyano. And it's not like Pyeongchang's having to clear from, from way across the track or anything. Uh, I, I thought that another, I like another outside kind of stalking horse here. Uh, the number nine KP day, uh, big cutback uh, after doing a lot of racing, over two turns over the synth this horse i mean for all we know could be a horse that benefits from going around one turn we haven't really seen it uh so with that sort of big price and i only expect it to get bigger i'm willing to take that shot to say hey maybe this this horse has just finally found its track configuration that it likes plus it gets uh gets the the bug jock bug girl uh emily ellingwood i believe up for uh uh for the mount and gets a little bit of a weight break there um I mean, I'm going to win bet KP day, no matter what, just because I think this price will be, be massive. Uh, and then I'm going to get kind of cute with the exotics. I like the rail on uh, the speed on the inside with the rail number four Priano to be the speed that holds. I play a little box exacta four nine, and then I double down with an ice cold exacta four with nine, because I think, I mean, I'm paid if nine hits the exacta, but I think the most likely scenario is a four with nine finish. Yeah, I like Priano a lot. That's my favorite, uh, second favorite horse, favorite of the speeds, especially with Win Happy not being in the race. I think if Priano can wear down Pyeongchang or just outlasts, uh, that's that horse is going to be in the exacta. Yeah, that I mean that that's going to end up letting KP Day sit a little bit, probably closer to the pace than it was going to initially. Uh, so I mean, it puts it in a pretty good position. Um, I've got a little little bonus pick three here that I'm going to do for races one through three. I'm going to throw out for the for the people. Uh, race one, I'm going to use the the one and the nine, which was uh, let's see, uh, conundrum along with rim job, rim protector, whichever, either one. Um, and then uh, the see next leg we're going the, with the two three four. That was uh, let's see, that's uh, the number two Gregory's pride. Uh, the three, uh, Clayton Delaney and the four who I thought was a speed fast buck. And then finishing up with uh KP day, the nine and, uh, Priano, the four here. So that, that's my little bonus pick three for the first three races. Uh, we're gonna take a look later in the card though, uh, because we got a stakes race coming up. The first stakes race of the Del Mar meet it's eight furlongs, the hundred thousand dollar purse Oceanside stakes on the turf. Um, I looked at a pace projector here. And then whenever I started doing my own research, I decided that pace projector didn't know what the hell I was talking about. And uh, I went rogue. What did you do for race eight? I, uh, yeah, I did exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. I didn't see a whole lot of pace in here. I think, okay. So for race eight, you have to start the conversation with the number one horse. Um, It's the most likely winner in McKinnon. The horse was briefly on the Derby trail. Um, beat a much, much tougher, but it's had a bunch of time off. Um, I read an interview with Doug O'Neill. So the horse was on the Derby trail. It was supposed to win the BC Juvie and didn't. Then he went into the sham and didn't win that. Doug O'Neill said the reason he didn't win the sham was because there was no pace to run into. And this is a horse that needs speed up front to try to catch. So then everybody said, okay, he's going to go up and try to sneak into the Derby through the El Camino Real Derby, which he didn't. Um, I don't, I, so that, but the pace thing stuck with me. 
So then you start going through this race and you're like, okay, who's the pace that he's going to run at? And there really isn't any. This race is almost completely devoid of pace. The horse that I think is going to steal the front is the 12 horse, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, 20 to 1 on the morning line. You don't want to be on the outside on these turf routes at all. It's a terrible, terrible post position at Del Mar. They almost never win. But I think because the horse is way in the parking lot and because there's no early pace, Evan Roman, who's coming down from Golden Gate, is going to launch this guy and get him up to the front and just say, come and catch me. Um, I couldn't believe the morning line is 20 to 1 on this horse. I, I started running around my house. I couldn't believe it. Um, this is an absolute slam you know, spot play. I'm going to double into this horse. I'm going to pick three in and out of this. Like if this guy wins, we're going to have a good day. Cause uh, at 20 to one, I, I really think this horse could just walk the dog on the front. See, I, so I found another horse that I actually thought might end up just kind of the, the loose on the lead. And it's another big price. By the way, if you wonder why Dave is bow-legged, it's because he throws out 20 to ones that ship in from fucking Pleasanton to win these stakes races at Del Mar. Hey, man, uh, he's the one who taught me the 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 grandeur that is the Golden Gate shipper. Uh, but, I mean, this horse went from Golden Gate, won there, uh, won a $40,000 allowance at, at Pleasanton. And I'm a, I mean, I Jonathan don't care Wong, where... Yeah, Jonathan Wong knows what he's doing on turf. He, he is a turf sniper, this guy. A, a Wong can make a right. That is for sure uh, with this horse. I, I really, I mean, hey, if the horse is good, I don't care where it shipped from. If the horse is good, I will I will take the shot. I went, I thought that this horse was going to end up absolutely loose on the lead. And it's the five Brits wit. I don't see any other horse that looks like it's one that actually kind of needs the lead. Uh, you get Declan Cannon. Uh, I mean, you can, we can argue back and forth over if that's an improvement over Joe Talamo or not, but still, I mean, uh, his name's Declan. That means he's probably somewhat Irish. That means he has to be good on the turf, right? The the trainer certainly is. Dan Blacker's a really, really great trainer. He picks this horse yeah. up off the claim. Um, I didn't like this horse at all. And I think uh I don't think this horse wants the distance. I I agree with you. This horse could make the front and will certainly be the pace pressure. Um the breeding's great for the turf. I I just I really didn't see this horse winning. And I didn't think he was as fast as the 12. Yeah, it's 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 see, but the thing is, like it's it's not even like a a an issue of fast is like it's it just comes down to desire the burning in the loins the fire in the belly like it's the only one that like looks like it wants to go for the lead i i don't know i'm i'm real in the weeds with it but i have settled on just not getting cute playing this horse number five brits wit uh when when in place at least i will take a look at a show bet but it's gonna look it's gonna depend on the the composition of the pool in terms of like how the money is distributed if i think i can get a fair return back on show i'll spread it out if not, then I'll just redistribute that money back to my win and place bets. But I mean, it's it's interesting. That's I'm gonna that's tee off. Sure. I'm gonna tee off on another twenty to one. Yeah, Bar, go for Bar it. Sabas, the seven horse, Bar Sabas. Um, he does well at this distance. He does well with no Lasix. There's some hidden. There's some hidden angles here. Uh, the horse has a sneaky good back class. Mm -hmm. um, again, this is. Probably more of an exotic play, probably more underneath in a trifecta or an exacta. Don't lose sight of the seven horse. Um, the horse will be kind of near the front, and there's not a lot of other horses up there 
challenging. Yeah. Um, at 20 to one, keep, keep this horse in your trifectas. I mean, Diego Herrera, he's a good jock. He's uh he's graduated from his apprentice status and now he's car- carrying the full weight, but still, Hey man, 20 to one. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. We'll swing. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a swing. All right. So we've got one more race that we're going to be taking a look at. It is race nine. We're going to come up with a couple good plays for you here, but before we do that, we're going to get a word in from our friends at IP vanish. We'll be right back with more Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. I'm talking your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB. If you're just joining me. I mean, why didn't you start at the beginning? This is a podcast. So I go over this every single week. All right. I'm here once again with Dave Burnett. We are just spot playing all over this Delmar card opening day on Friday. Out, out, damned spot. Let's take a look at race nine, six and a half furlongs. It's a $40,000 conditional optional claimer. And my, my first thing in my outline uh, for this race, item A, that silver haired fuck is back. Mm-hmm. That's the big news. Uh, number mm-hmm. six, recall and reload. Uh, Bob Baffert, he's uh, they're letting him run run horses again. Um, recall, I don't know. Reload, probably. Uh, what did you think of this race? Because I, I, I don't know. I, I do think that you can get around this horse unless, I mean, just modern science has made it impossible for you to get around this horse. Well, you're you're bearing the lead. The twelve horse Murray. Uh, Murray was. Last year, the two-year-old that everybody was talking about in the barn. This was Baffert's giant, gonna win the Derby, you just watch kind of a horse. This was all the talk. He had three huge horses that were supposed to compete as three-year-olds, and Murray was the the horse, the talk of the talk, which I said a couple years ago about Cezanne, and that didn't pan out, and it didn't pan out for Murray either. Um, but this, I mean, this horse was supposed to be the next big thing. Came out to Del Mar just completely decimated everybody by 10 lengths, easily geared down, never even, never even tried, um, was bet down to pennies in the Del Mar Futurity and didn't show up and hasn't shown up since, except Friday, he's back. Don't know what to do. have no idea. This horse is an all potential. Um, you could watch this horse win this thing running backwards for fun, or maybe it's just the prep and you don't know. Got the name Bob Baffert as the trainer, 
for some reason he's got Florent Giroux riding it, which is an interesting move given everyone yeah. he could choose. Um, but like all Bafferts, the horse comes in with a huge gate work and seems ready to run. I here's here's what I think. I I honestly think that you that of the Bob's recall and reload, the other Bob is the way to go because I think what happens is. Uh, Florent Giroux strangles this horse like a jogger in the park at the beginning of a Law and Order episode. I hate to go all Jerry Orbach on everyone here, but that's just what he does. And I mean, Bob's notorious for for winning with the other horse, but I'm still I'm getting around both Bobs. I mean, Dave's known me for a long time. It's not in my DNA to bet on Bob Baffert horses. I am very much always betting against Bob Baffert's. Is it dumb? A little bit sometimes but you know what i smell blood in the water i think he's weak i think that silver-haired liver spotted fuck is on the ropes and i'm gonna try to get past him and uh i i think the way that i actually try to get past him i like the three patron de oro this is another one that's going to be sitting up close to the pace i mean recall and reload is going to have his hands full because i think that recall and reload has most likely Kid Corleone, the Doug O'Neill horse with, uh, yeah, as, as a friend of the show, Caleb Knight calls him, uh, Big Dick Juan, uh, Juan Hernandez uh, out there play, and, and Juan gets aggressive. Like Juan will get out there and push. He'll he'll make recall and reload run. Um, adds Lasix for the first time. Could could be dangerous for for old Dougie Fresh. Uh, and so I, I kind of, I looked for that horse. that's going to be sitting kind of behind that wave. And that's how I ended up on, on the three Patron de Oro. Uh, he gets, uh, affectionately known as Ravioli, Umberto Rispoli, ho, uh, you know, heir to the, uh, Umberto beef jerky, uh, fortune. I think that's the name of the brand. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Foodstuffs, whatever. Um, I mean, the other horse I'm interested in the two co-duello and i'm gonna need to get clarification on this because i looked at two different places and i saw two different names on the jocks it's either gonna be uh evan roman or victor espinoza um and i've got an angle with victor espinoza as many people know i i personally have a bad back i broke my back what do you mean by that you broke back is broken what uh, a vertebrae or or what portion spinal and I know, listen, if you're going to get me and my bad back up to, to do something like that, you better believe I'm going to have the chance to win. So if he flies across the country, do you know how much it sucks to fly with a bad back? That horse is live. Victor Espinosa flies across the country to ride a horse. He didn't fly in this time. He just took a train. Probably still a pain in the ass. Angle still applies. But uh, number two, Code Duello, number uh, 12 to 1. This horse has been running a low sal quarter horse but also sprinkled in with some of the thoroughbred tracks running the hooks races the the thousand uh you know thousand yard races at a low sal uh low sal quarter horse i mean also stands a great trip to sit the exact same kind of uh of trip or sorry stands a great chance to sit the exact same kind of trips number three patron de oro uh and i'm i'm getting just puppy and sailor suits cute with this race but please tell me how you're gonna you're gonna play this one all together because i i'm gonna need some time to say all these numbers i landed on the same horse you did patrondoro i think yes uh, yeah 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 there's a big thing about not betting horses after they break their maiden i know i get it i'm doing it this horse is the fastest uh it's racing into shape the two bafferts are coming off of really really long rests 
Mm-hmm. I don't think this is their target. I don't think he cares if they win this race or not. Yeah. Um, I think he's just putting them on the track to see what they can do. And uh, who yeah. knows? Who knows if their phones are tapped? They could be walking from the stall to a payphone and back every time just because they're under that sort of scrutiny. I would hope. <laughs> I don't really understand how I love the racing office at Del Mar. They did a fantastic job. I don't get this race at all. This, the descriptions of this race are really, really interesting. It's saying, you know, horses that have won run one race, blah, blah, blah. And then you, the first horse Clem Labine has won 11 races. Right. Right. But oh, it's okay. It, yeah. Okay. Wait, great. Well, I'm, that's kind of an interesting horse. Like horse yeah. wins just about every third time it runs and it's run a lot six-year-old horse has won 11 times with nine seconds so 20 out of the 34 races his horse has been in first or second place and you're getting what is it 12 to 1 or something on this horse i the, i did the, yeah the dirt starts, yeah it's 14 14 dirt starts he's won six of them and coming second and four of them. i mean this is a sneaky money making check cashing kind of amount and 14 wins in a race or 11 wins in a race you're only supposed to have won once i don't get how that works uh, but... so, let's see let's see if we can work this out here for three-year-olds and upward which have never won fifteen thousand dollars once other than maiden claiming or starter and i'm seeing we got a 62.5 optional claimer that's a that's a win another 62.5 optional claimer a 25 optional claimer yeah how is this worse be- in this race wt fuck i don't right. know so, what is going on so i'm using this horse because i mean i'm confused i'm i, I don't really understand how this horse is racing against these other guys but sh- sure i'll use them yeah i wonder oh that's interesting that's interesting i've seen other things like this where you know eventually once you dig into it enough you find how it managed to to fit in the the condition which i mean i can only imagine that uh Isadora Tamayo got like a 1600 on the SATs for figuring out that word problem, being able to work this horse in somehow. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the way I'm playing this uh, Patron Dioro, I uh, six to one on the morning line. I said to myself, the price needs to stay greater than five to one. I'm feel pretty much guaranteed that this horse gets a price greater than five to one uh, for, for a win bet. Uh, you're going to have so much money coming in on uh, Murray and then also uh, reload and whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the silver-haired fucks horses and then i'm getting adorable adorable in these trifectas uh one where i key recall and reload in second i go two three with six and second and then in third i've got one two three four nine ten eleven twelve it's a seven dollar play for a trifecta then i get really cute and i toss that six completely and i go two three with two three ten eleven with one two three Four nine ten eleven twelve for eighteen bucks. If it hits, though, it's Sex yeah. Island money. <laughs> it's Sex Island money if it hits. That's all I got to say. You hate this play. I can already tell. I can. I can see it. This race confuses the hell out of me, man. I'm using Clem Labine yeah. either in first or second. I don't. I don't get why the horse is in the race. I don't get why he's twelve to one. I don't think anyone's going to see him coming. Uh, so I'll use the three and the one. I, I kind of like Houndstooth, uh, not for first, but probably second. Um, I'm not going to use either Baffert in first or second. I don't think he really cares if they win or not. I think this is a paid workout for them. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Look at us. The 11 too. I think the 11 has a shot at at least hitting the board. Um, 
and good vibes only. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a big field. There are plenty of ways you could go here, but I mean, I think we've kind of gotten keyed in on, on the horse that you have to use and that's Patron Oro, and then just throw shit at the wall for, for, the, for the rest of the plays. It's well, the most like, finish one, two and a laugher. Yeah. Oh, oh, destined to happen. Destined yeah. to happen after all the shit I just talked. I talked to those horses in the, in the race and then yeah. for the folks that are listening to the first day of the uh, Del Mar pot extravaganza, uh, I've got a little, another little bonus play for you. It's a daily double. Uh, races eight and nine, where I'm going to go uh, four nine from the last race, and uh, go ahead and which was let's see, let's get include names. the twelve. Include the twelve. Use okay. My 12. You know what? Yes, we're going to use the Pleasanton horse at twenty to one for a day. It's going to be four nine twelve with two three. Uh, that's a what? It's two dollar base. At, or is it a one dollar base at Delmar? Oh, okay. Two dollar base. So what? Six dollar play. 12 bucks, whatever. I can't math. Arkansas public schools, yeah. they failed me. Yep. yep. So that is it. Those are our spot plays for the first day of the Del Mar card. I, I'm excited. Summer racing is back. Uh, once I get my uh, dick kicked in at Saratoga, I get to just, you know, look, basically chase a uh, chase a uh, sunshine uh, to the, to the West coast and play late in the afternoon, California horses. Is that your porn name? Chase Sunshine? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> it is now. Uh, that's it, it was previously Dr. Brock Thundercrotch, uh, MD. But That's I mean, where that's, I know you from. That's where, oh, I mean, I've been yeah. trying to get there. It's the beard. Yeah. Weirdly, all always in military-themed uh, movies, but Dr. Brock Thundercrotch, MD. It's kind of a mash thing. There goes Chester the Molester again. <laughs> Wow. That is it. Dave, you got any more, any last Delmar words of wisdom for the people of the notorious OTB? Don't take a three-year-old in the BC classic at Delmar. That's what I'm talking about <laughs> right there. That is it for us. Uh, we've got a couple of exciting shows coming up uh, for Saturday. Since they only rated, they're racing three days and I wanted to do, you know, equal representation for the West coast uh, for Saturday. We're, we're going to have a two-parter. Uh, we're going to go over the, early pick five and the late pick five uh i've got just Paquette lined up for uh tomorrow uh then we've also got a got a mystery guest joining us for the late pick five and uh yeah that is it that's it for the notorious otb we're i'm already in a relaxed like west coast kind of la jolla uh state of mind over here uh with my with my man and oxnard heavy on the nard there you go come for the name stay for the sand that's what i'm talking about All right, that is it for the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We will catch you next time.